great leaders inspire greatness in others. Welcome to Cheyenne is going to watch Clone Wars. <laughs> um, once I figure out a name, that'll be a more seamless introduction each time. Uh, but basically, I am here to watch these episodes with you guys and provide not only my commentary, but raise some questions, maybe answer those questions, as well as just reevaluate maybe like where I am in my understanding of the lore involving Star Wars, because I feel like the Clone Wars gave a lot to that, as well as Rebels, but um, because we have the new Clone Wars coming out, I wanted to go back through this series, check any details I missed, kind of get a better understanding of the war part. War is in W-A-R, not L-O-R-E, because I know that's going to be hard to understand sometimes. Um, but I... I'm hoping that this not only helps me, but helps you guys, or just gives you guys something kind of extra to listen to on your way to work or while you're chilling at home. Uh, gives you some Star Wars thoughts and content, because we all know we need a lot of that because we enjoy it, but also we want it to be fun, and I'm hoping that this will also be fun. Uh, no, this also is a podcast in affiliation with Castle Run Weekly, so Danny and Kristen have been kind enough to let me kind of join into their space. I love podcasts. I listen to them daily, and most of them being Star Wars, but I want to involve myself a little bit more. So this is my first step into doing that. I hope you guys enjoy. We are going to start with episode season one, episode one, Ambush, and let's get started. Okay, so before each episode, we're going to do this thing that I actually did when I first watched the series, is stop and read this quote. The quote for season one, episode one, is, great leaders inspire greatness in others. The reason I like to stop and talk about the quote is because it's, I know it's something like they probably in the story group were like, oh, like, let's put a cool quote in the beginning, and that'll have something to do with the episode, but a lot of the times, us as fans will wonder what that has to do with the storyline, and me as a fan, I also like to wonder what that has to do with real life, um, just because when I became a Star Wars fan, so story time, I was four years old, four or five, and I went and saw The Phantom Menace in theaters. We were moving from one state to another that year, and uh, Phantom Menace had just come out when we got to North Carolina. So my mom, while my dad was at work, my mom took my sister and I to go see it in the theaters, and we saw it every single day that whole week. Um, I bought my first lightsaber that week. It just kind of became a part of my life, and obviously I was young, I was there, I was having fun. As I became older, there was kind of a period where I was just too busy, and Star Wars wasn't a huge part of my life. And then when it bounced back, it became a part of my life when I started college because I needed an outlet to just relax, and Star Wars gave me that. So now that there's so much more content and so many things that I've been able to dive into, I'm like, okay, I've seen these, I enjoy these, I know the stories, but what else can I get from them? 
So this is a way that I'm able to get something from them by reading these quotes, relating it not only to the episodes and like the fun that I'm having, but also things in my real life. If there's anything that I'm going through or maybe that you're going through that a quote can suddenly change your mindset or at least give you a better outlook on something, you know what? You can never go too deep. It's fine. So again, great leaders inspire greatness in others. Based on the title of the episode Ambush, as well as this quote, I'm going under the assumption that this is going to be about leadership. Because I have already seen the series, we do know that it involves Yoda. Um, and because of the name of the series, Clone Wars, we know it's also going to involve clones. Um, but this not only affects the topic and the purpose of this episode, it also affects me in my life because one of my greatest passions has been leadership. Um, and to be a great leader, you must also understand how to be a follower because you need to understand where your followers are coming from. Uh, you need to be understanding and helpful as well as motivational and being there for them so that you can delegate things but also make sure everything is going smoothly. Being a leader is one of the hardest and greatest things I've ever done in my life. Uh, I continue to hope to be a leader in anything that I do, um, whether that's at work or in a household. So we will see where this episode goes. I know I got a little deep on you guys right there. Um, but again, that's what I'm here for. We're going to bring in some insight to the Star Wars Clone Wars series. We are getting no signal from the Republic, Your Highness. I don't see any. It is not like the Jedi to be late. Greetings, King Katuko. Who are you? I am only a messenger, Majesty. My master wishes to speak with you. So at this point, we know we're dealing with Toydarians. We know that as far as my experience when I came into the series was the only Toydarian I'd ever seen was Watto and was not a huge fan. Not of, like, his, the character itself. I mean, just, like, his personality. I hated him as a being. But now we know that not all Toydarians are crap. Um, I had never seen Asajj Ventress up until this point. When I first watched Clone Wars, I didn't watch the movie first. I just kind of jumped into the series. I didn't know there was a movie. Uh, so then I went back, and all of it made a little bit more sense. But I saw Asajj and I was like, who is she? Why is she here? I always find it a little, I don't want to say silly, but like funny that now in random episodes throughout Star Wars content, they mention that things are a trap. It, 
can almost guarantee that it's got nothing to do with the fact that Akbar says it's a trap because that didn't became a phenomena, become a phenomena until recently, but it's still really funny to me. But I have heard that a single Jedi equals a hundred battle droids. I feel like a single Jedi equals way more than a hundred battle droids. Those B1s are not high quality stuff. <laughs> Maybe that's just my personal opinion. So now we've established that Asajj and Dooku are master and apprentice, at least as far as the series goes. Okay, that's not cool. I know it's really silly and funny because, like, I'm sure kids are like, ah, he's a bad shot. But. And, like, I come from the perspective that when I watch Star Wars, I don't take it very seriously. I love it, and it means a lot to me. But I'm not going to, like, get overly annoyed over simple stuff like that. But that really, the first time I saw that, and now, it's still something in me is like, no. That's not a good line. It's not funny. His programming does not tell him to be a bad shot because his goal is to eliminate everything. <sighs> Anyways, it's fine. Everything's fine. A pleasure it is to hear your voice, Your Highness. Master Yoda of the Jedi Council. What is it? Master Jedi, I thought perhaps Count Dooku had frightened you off. Delayed have I been, but not too far away, I know. Unaware I was, Count Dooku was invited to our meeting. The Count. Ooh, the Yoda sass. He assures me that in this time of war, these droids can offer my world greater security than your Jedi. <clears throat> Your Majesty might prefer more than words. What do you have in mind? If Yoda is indeed a <coughs> Jedi warrior you believe he is, let him prove it. Allow me to send my best troops to capture him. If he escapes, join the Republic. But should my droids defeat Yoda, consider an alliance with the Separatists. I did not request Yoda's presence here to test him in battle. Accept the challenge, mate. you. No, of course he does. <laughs> Typical Yoda. Which, no shame, because he's more than capable of defeating battle droids. But I think it's so funny that Asajj is so... Like, she's so classy in the way that she carries herself, I guess. Classy might be the right word, at least at this point. Um, but the fact that she even thinks that battle droids could beat Yoda proves everything it needs to prove about her, like, knowledge in general of him or at least the Jedi on the council. Okay. I don't know clones by look. That's definitely something I'm going to have to get better at. But I know that these three clones with him are important. Carry only what you need. Too much weight, so you down it will. 
destroy Ventress. Your weapons we want. Come, come, Lieutenant. Hurry, we must. Sir, the rendezvous point is that way. As is our enemy. To reach our goal, a straight path we will not follow. Let's move it, boys. Find Master Yoda. Uh, what does he look like? Oh my god. <laughs> Green one. With a lightsaber. Small, huh? Don't worry, Supreme Leader. I'll take care of Oh. Dropping the Supreme Leader bomb so early. Also, why is she the Supreme Leader if she's the apprentice? I guess that's not really a question I can answer. That's just a matter of, like, writing for the story. Okay, so in this one, they have, like, a... The clones have red on their armor but it's not like like a commander padding it's just like the paint and they have a crest on the side of that and I want to know what that's for I have one of my books in front of me but that might not help at all we can google it Oh, is that the Galactic Republic symbol? Just kidding. Okay. See, so sometimes you need to Google and sometimes you just need to pause closer up. We're gonna see. Google break. It is the Galactic Senate symbol, so not Republic, but Senate symbol. The Jedi destroyed our advanced troops. Huh. Master Yoda, 
is living up to my expectations. Commander, have you pinpointed the Jedi's location? Affirmative. Don't give away their position. Our heavy troops are moving to engage them now. I want to know I wish they would have shown like what he sees through those goggles are they just like binoculars so they give him a closer view or is it like a different view you know how like infrared is a thing <laughs> also when did those get to talk the like, I think it's like a B2 is what they're called. The ones where their heads don't stick up. They look like, just like giant shoulders walking. He said like, die, Republic, dog or scum or whatever he said. And like, when did they get to talk? That's not cool. Yeah, like that. What's happening? Why is he talking? I feel like that was a pretty simple maneuver that Yoda just pulled, like lifting one shooting the others and then just pushing them back and I know it's like very much Yoda symbolism to like pause and meditate but I always wonder if he has to do that or if he just does that because he's Yoda and because he can Okay, that was rude. <laughs> Don't steal his little com link. Are you sure we should go in there, General? There's no way out. No, Chris, we must. Featuring my dryer in the Clone Wars. So certain not to be target. Oh, okay. Maybe you should go on it. Slicing weapons in half. Focused on the enemy, are you? 
for inspiration. Look to yourself and those beside you. Jack, concerned about weapons you are, weapons do not win battles. Your mind, powerful it is. All right, so we're going to pause because we only have about eight minutes left of this episode. Talk about how Yoda is teaching them that the Force is still showing the differences between them. They can all look the same, but they are truly not the same. And the first thing he says, which I think he says, Gree? I don't know. Um, He says Gree is focused on the enemy. And he should focus on himself. Uh, That's a large part of Star Wars as well as life. Um, You're always focused on other things going on around you and other people going on around you. We're always so worried about what other people are doing and what other people think when, if we worry about ourselves and how we affect the world, it would be a lot different. And in my experience, a lot happier when you focus on yourself, not in a selfish way, but in a way that you don't hinder your ability to do things or others as well. Like you can care about other people and yourself at the same time. Um, and then he tells Jack, you guys can totally, you can at me <laughs> if I'm butchering these names. Cause I can never tell. Um, he says that he's focused on weapons and he should try and outthink and outsmart his enemy, which also just like good pro tip. All right, let's see what he tells the third clone. Dire. Rush not dire? Fights. Long is the war. Only by surviving it will you prevail. It needs to survive instead of just rush forward into things, which <laughs> I needed that advice when I was in college. Thanks, Yoda. Is that the best they can throw at us? Yeah, but I've only got one shot left. Greet them, I will. General, you don't want to take that whole column by yourself. (laughs) 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 Know the time to help me. You will. Love Yoda. Wow. Also, you'd think at this point, after they've seen a small frog Jedi jumping around everywhere that they would just trust him when he says I'm gonna go meet them (laughs) it's the Jedi block his escape prepare to fire these movies would end very quickly if they would just fire instead of prepare to fire excellent where is he he's just sitting here in front of our tanks shoot him shoot him now up oh, and here we go. Ooh, love that moment where everything got very still and silent for a second. That was beautiful, especially for a cartoon. General needs help to me. We've got him in our 
And if we hadn't taken the time to say that, we would have won. Not that I'm rooting for them. It's just a matter of, like, I always find stuff like that funny in movies <laughs> and shows. That's a lot of smoke for a surrender. Report. What's going on over there? 224, come in. Where is 224? Destroyed, Supreme Leader. The Jedi has overrun our position again. <laughs> I think perhaps all those stories about the Jedi are true. The fight isn't over yet, Majesty. <laughs> She's sending a lot of these things into battle when they probably shouldn't be wasting this much if they're already losing. General's too busy with that tank. He won't see him coming. I think I know how to deal with them. Oh my god, those are cute. What are those? We all did, General. Come, behind schedule, are we? Not polite to be late. You were right, Count One Jedi is not worth a hundred battle droids. More like a thousand. I'm sorry, but I will be joining the Republic. I urge you to reconsider, wise king. I promise you won't regret it. Your agent also promised me Yoda would get a fair fight. I will not deal with those who break their words. So be it. Perhaps our negotiations will be more fruitful with your successor. And this, kill him! <laughs> Again, if they would have shot, they would have killed the clones faster. I don't fear you, Jedi. Strong you are with the dark side, young one. But not that strong. Still much to learn, you have. Surrender? You should. What did she blow up? Just like a rock or a building? In the end, cowards are those who follow the dark side. It's a pity I wasn't there personally. I would have lost. A pity, indeed. My fallen apprentice. 
Perhaps now, begin negotiations, we can. That is not necessary, my friend. You have my faith. Toydaria would be honored to host a Republic base. My people are at your service. Your Majesty, fail you. We will not. That was so fast. He literally handed him the sword and then they were there. Yoda didn't even like press a button. It was like, yep, the deal went through. We've come to the end of our first episode, and just a few things I wanted to clarify. I thought that the cute little animal that landed on Yoda was pretty cool. Um, and if you're like me, and you're a nerd over animals, you also just kind of wonder what those things are. When small stuff like that pops up in Star Wars, I get super curious. Uh, so this time, I Wikipedia'd what it was. Um, they are on the planet Rugosa in this episode, which is a, like, coral planet. Um... And what landed on Yoda was a baby Nibre Manta. They live along the coral formations um, as they stop along their migration through space. So I don't know where they're from or if this just like happens to be a stop. Um, but that's pretty cool. And for all of your wildlife of Star Wars facts, I actually recently purchased a field guide from the Launch Bay at Disney here in Orlando. Um, so I do have that, and I love and am continuing to learn about a lot of the wildlife throughout Star Wars, and, like, some of them aren't even featured in the movies, at least not where I've visibly seen them. Maybe I just am not paying good enough attention, hence why I rewatch episodes. Uh, so we are going to dive into other episodes pretty soon. I'm gonna try and maybe focus on some characters, do some character dissections, we're always going to talk about those quotes. Feel free to shoot me any questions. If you'd like to reach out to me on Instagram is where I'm most active at Jerica Training Academy. And in between each word is a period. So again, Jerica.training.academy on Instagram. Um, and I also have my blog. It's not super active right now, uh, but I do have other reads that you could go on there and see my old posts. It's just CheyenneHoover.wordpress.com. Um, it's C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E, -N -N -E, Hoover, like the dam or the vacuum cleaner, dot wordpress.com. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. May the force be with you. <laughs>